Good evening, everybody. I'm Shelley. I'm not. I'm filling in for our illustrious Tuesday night Marty this week and did last week too. Welcome, everybody. Oh, I need to do this now. Julia has handed over the intention torch. So we were going to draw a card and set the intention for tonight's practice. This is a beautiful little art. Is this one of uh, Michelle's or yours? That's a Julia art. It says, may you know that life delights in you. May you know that life delights in you. Well, y'all kind of probably have guessed if you've watched any of my meditations that I kind of tend to go down rabbit trails on things that have hit me. And I've been in this, this particular Dharma practice for since, since the beginning of the year or so. And it has been just a huge mainstay in my peace of mind and sanity and growth journey. So, you know, and along the way, I've had a lot of good therapy and read a lot of good books. And so just things that hit me uh, that are complementary to this practice or kind of what have popped to the surface is what I kind of try to bring to the practice. So um, last week, twice, the word sonder popped up on Facebook. And the word sonder is, means the realization that each random passerby is living a life as vivid and complex as your own, populated with their own intentions, ambitions, friends, routines, worries, and inherited craziness. And I thought, well, well, says, you know, says who? And so I Googled that word, and it turns out it's actually from this book and series of a guy named John Koenig who wrote literally a book called The Dictionary of Obscure Sorrows. <clears throat> And that dictionary, he, what he's done is he's coined and defined words for emotions that do not have descriptive terms. Um, the terms are often based on feelings of existentialism and are meant to fill a hole in a language, which, you know, because the universe always does this to me, that same day or within a day, Sarah, one of our online uh, community members, was sharing and she, you know, she was just like, I just don't know the words. And this guy has literally made up words to fit his feelings, which I think is kind of magical and poetic and, and lovely. And so that just got me thinking about emotions and language and just, you know, the stories we tell. And one of my favorite books of the last year has been um, Michael Singer's The Untethered Soul, because what that has done for me as part of my Dharma practice is, you know, it, it's enabled me to step back from my thoughts and emotions and kind of um, look at, you know, not, not, not try to hide them or, or squelch them, but look at them kind of at arm's length as an observer. And what he says is that people become overly identified with their thoughts and emotions, believing that, that they are the thoughts and the emotions themselves, and that this identification leads to suffering and emotional turbulence. So, you know, it stands to reason and kind of brought me back to Sarah's share was that, you know, when we, we're struggling to define something that we're feeling, and if that's something we're also identifying with, then, you know, that's kind of brings, you know, stands to reason that we're, you know, when we're struggling with an emotion that we can't define, that it 
tends to put us in a bit of a pickle. So, um, and then, uh, you know, the suffering part also, you know, brings into the fourfold truths and the suffering and the looking at the suffering. So, like I said, I rabbit trail. So that's, has, that's where I ended up for this meditation, me- meditation adjacent <laughs> little spiel that I will about, about, to, about to provide. So with that... So begin by finding a quiet and comfortable space where you can sit or lie down. Close your eyes gently and take a few deep breaths to center yourself. Begin by focusing on your breath. Inhale deeply through your nose, allowing your lungs to fill with air. Then exhale slowly and completely through your mouth, releasing any tension or stress. Continue to breathe deeply with rhythm and allow your breath to anchor you in the present moment. Just take a few deep breaths. Besides the word sonder, there were a few, I I could have gone on all night, but just there were a few other definitions that that author brought forth that I loved. The first one's watashiato, which is the curiosity about the impact you've had on the lives of the people you know wondering which of your harmless actions or long-forgotten words might have altered the plot of their stories in ways you'll never get to see. Edarath, the feeling of emptiness after a long and arduous process is finally complete, having finished school, recovered from surgery, or gone home at the end of your wedding, which leaves you relieved that it's over, but missing the stress that organized your life into a mission. Lilo, a friendship that can lie dormant for years only to pick right back up instantly as if no time had passed since you last saw each other. And when I read each of those and several others, I, I was, I related to what was described and it also, it, I felt comforted. I felt comforted that Oh, there's other people out there that that there's they have that feeling that you know you can't just rip off a word to to capture because it doesn't have a definition. And it made me realize too, it's okay for us to be a little unsettled or confused when we're feeling emotions, just just knowing that there's other people going through the same thing can be quite comforting. We are not our thoughts and emotions, however. Circling back to Untethered Soul, Michael Singer suggests that we all have an inner witness or observer, a consciousness that can observe our thoughts and emotions as they arise. This inner witness is distinct from the thoughts and emotions themselves. 
Think of an emotion or feeling that you've struggled to express adequately, adequately in words. <clears throat> it could be a complex feeling, a profound moment, or a deep sense of connection. And without trying to find words for it, simply immerse yourself in that emotion. Feel it in your body and let it wash over you. Like some of the examples I've read might be a, a longing for something or a feeling of melancholy or a glimmer of joy. And then notice as you're feeling those emotions where you feel it in your body. Kind of how, the, how it's feeling. It could be in your gut or in your heart or in your throat. Maybe a tightness or a feeling of butterflies or maybe, you know, something real unsettling, you know, kind of like an anxious feeling or fear. Just kind of sit there with that for a minute. Just take some deep breaths and just try to focus on whatever that emotion might be and what it's doing inside yourself. And as you're, you inhale and exhale, feel, visualize stepping out of yourself as if you're watching yourself in a movie. Observe your thoughts and feelings and realize that you are not those thoughts and feelings. You know, take a few breaths and let that idea kind of play out in your mind. Even if you don't have an emotion that you're thinking of right now, think about how that would be when you're get caught off in traffic or you you know get a get a phone call from someone with bad news visualize yourself detaching and stepping back and just giving yourself some space so that you're observing what's happening within you but not not identifying with it kind of at arm's length Our culture places value on focusing on our own feelings more than the mood and energy of the people and situations happening around us. There are consequences of this way of relating to our emotions. First, it can cause us to be extremely sensitive. We react emotionally to almost everything and everyone around us. Emotions have become the core of our identity. Almost literally, you are what you feel. Even the English language expresses this idea. We identify directly with the emotions, saying, I am angry, or I am sad, rather than I have anger, like they do in other languages, like Spanish. In the Tibetan language, they actually say anger is present and do not connect the emotion with I at all. So as you're thinking about that emotion or feeling that you tapped into, Try right now just reframing that inner voice in this way, such as instead of thinking, I am sad, think, I have sadness, or sadness is present. Just take a few breaths thinking about that. Just reframing that simple language, removing the I, just acknowledging that the emotion is present.
earth, this can be such a simple but profound switch in our minds to honor the feeling but giving its proper perspective. The problem with connecting with our identity or ego or our sense of self with our, with our emotional state of mind is that in addition to all of the pain and suffering our emotions cause us when we focus on them, rehash them, obsess, we also lose our ability to connect with others. We lose our compassion for others and have trouble understanding how they feel. We may express things that hurt the people we love without realizing our words are, are hurtful. Our personal identity takes up a lot of space. We may have trouble relating to communities because of the demand to compromise our needs for the needs of others. Or we may withdraw because we need to feel we have enough space to breathe and do not want to be influenced by the ideas, words, actions, and energy of others. Many people feel isolated, misunderstood, and lonely as a result. In the end, we have done just the opposite of what we set out to do. We thought that by protecting ourselves and paying attention to our feelings would make us happier, but actually our unhappiness increased. In the Dharma, there is a saying, all people desire happiness, but instead they chase after suffering. And when we reflect on our relationship with our emotions, we can see just how true that is. If we're able to step outside of ourselves and detach our emotions from our identities, this is where the magic happens and the connections are made. Kind of brings me back to the Sonder definition. The realization that each random passerby is living a life as vivid and complex as our own, populated with their own ambitions friends, routines, worries, and inherited craziness, and realizing that we are not just out here by ourselves, but that everyone is walking their own unique path with their own brand of wonderful, crazy humanity. Begin, we begin to wrap up this time. Visualize a web of interconnectedness between yourself and all beings on this planet. Envision the common thread of humanity that unites us all. Feel a sense of unity and compassion for all living beings. 
take the focus off the eye, which enables us to be part of this web instead of our own island. And I'm going to wrap up with some mantras. I am not my emotions. I am the compassionate observer within. Emotions come and go. I remain connected to the human experience. I release attachment to the stories of my mind, embracing our shared journey. I embrace the impermanence of my feelings and thoughts, uniting with others in impermanence. My true self is beyond the fluctuations of emotions, connecting me to the essence of humanity. In detachment, I find freedom from emotional turmoil, enabling deeper connection. Gently return your focus to your breath. Inhale deeply, and as you exhale, imagine releasing any remaining tension or thoughts. With each breath, bring yourself back to the present moment. And when you're ready, slowly open your eyes, reacquaint yourself with your surroundings, and come back to the room. Thank you, and it's now time for our dedication of merit. <sighs> May the merits generated through our practice serve as a beacon of light, illuminating the path towards detachment from ever-changing tides of emotions. May we learn to observe our feelings without grasping or aversion, recognizing them as transient and impermanent. With hearts filled with compassion, may we extend our understanding to all beings, seeing beyond the surface of identities and emotions. Let us acknowledge the shared human experience that unites us all, transcending the boundaries of individuality. May our dedication of merit be a reminder of our interconnectedness, inspiring us to treat each other with kindness and empathy. May we cultivate a deep sense of compassion and love for all sentient beings, working towards the collective well-being and liberation from suffering. 
In dedicating these merits, may we continue to walk the path of wisdom and compassion, seeking to relieve the suffering of ourselves and others, and ultimately realizing the profound truth of our interdependence on this journey towards enlightenment. Namaste.